Hey, Matt. Thank you so much for joining the show today. We are here with Matt Shields. This is hosted. Matt is the host of Pass the Secret Sauce. So today we're going to learn out learn why Matt started the podcast and find out a little bit more about his podcasting journey. Welcome, Matt. Thanks, Brandy. Great to be here. Let's hear about your podcast to start off with. You've been doing this since 2020. You've yep. got 160 episodes under your belt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why yeah, did you start the podcast to begin with? So, so the podcast really, um, we interview entrepreneurs and we're really telling the story of the entrepreneurs, right? You know, so we get a little, we, we touch briefly on their, their upbringing and, and, you know, what their life was growing up, you know, were they influenced by other entrepreneurs? And then, you know, we start touching on how they got into where they are today and, and, or how they got to where they are today. And then, you know, we, we, we get into a little bit of their, you know, tips, tricks, secrets that they've learned along the way too. So for me, the reason why I started it was because I've always had a passion for an entrepreneurialism. I've always liked talking to entrepreneurs. I've always liked connecting with people that, um, you know, are trying to change the world in their own way, you know, and, and whatever that may be, um, you know, it, it's just interesting to, to hear their journey. Uh, and then really when, when COVID started to hit um, about a year and a half, two years ago now, something like that, we, a lot of people, a lot of, um, you know, starter entrepreneurs started reaching out to me and asking, Hey, what do we do? What do we do? And that was really sort of the, the, the catalyst to it. I, I always wanted to have a podcast. I said that this, you know, I wanted to do this for years and I thought, you know what, this is a great opportunity. You know, I'm not as busy, you know, right now. So, you know, let me figure this thing out and, uh, you know, hopefully I can help some other people that, you know, might be struggling right now, or you might even be struggling with, you know, should I start my own company? Should I go out and, and be an entrepreneur? Um, so those were really, you know, some of the, the, you know, the main catalysts that, you know, got, got things started. So. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, 2020, it was kind of a, a perfect time to really mm-hmm. kind of dig deep and figure out what you were going to do over the next two years plus years. I mean, who knows when this is going to end? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, so how did you find your guests initially? So we, so, so to, to get started, the little, little plug here, I guess. Um, but I actually joined a, um, again, I had thought of doing this for years, but uh, Seth Godin puts on a, yeah. uh, a program called, um, oh, it's escaping me now, the podcast fellowship. That's what it's called. Um, so I joined that and it, it's a great program because he, he pairs you up. Basically you go through in, in classes or, or cohorts, right? You, you get paired up with, you know, 20, 30, 40 other people that are basically in your exact same position. I want to start a podcast. I don't know what to do. I don't know, you know, I don't know what the name is going to be. Um, but he he uses podcasts to drip, um, you know, your daily content into mm-hmm. the group. So everybody's going through, hey, you know, what are you, what are you going to name your podcast? What is it going to be about? And you're bouncing these ideas off of, you know, 30, 40 other people all at the same time. And, you know, over iteration after iteration, that's where past the secret sauce, that name came from. Um, and, you know, then you get into, you get some other assets and all of that, but that's, that's really, you know, how I got, you know, how I started in that. Um, but I started getting the first guests basically just by reaching out on LinkedIn. Um, fortunately, I also have a technology background, so, or a technology company, I should say. So, uh, I had a few people that said, "Hey, I want to help you with this." So they uh, they started figuring things out too, and started you know reaching out. We put together a script, 
uh, that that uh, you know we use to reach out to this day um, to people that are that are interesting. And I basically, you know, right now it wasn't like this when we started, but right now I basically just say, hey, I'm interested in you know this type of industry. Let's see who we can find. And um, you know, we we try to go after the um, you know the the Inc. Five Thousand list first. So mm-hmm. we'll you know see who's on that list, and then you know try to try to you know get as many of them onto the uh, onto the show as we can. So. Um, so yeah, so that's that's kind of how we started, but uh, but yeah, just using LinkedIn and you know LinkedIn Sales Navigator, um, great way to be able to reach out and you know make that initial connection. And it's amazing how many people. I mean, you know, you, when when you're asked to be on a podcast, you're sort of honored, right? You know, it's yeah. like oh wow, you know, people people want to hear from me. Like my my opinion matters, right? So it's it it's interesting. It, it, that's one of the one of the main benefits I think that I've found from podcasting is that it it opens the door. Again, I've been, you know, I've, I've sold things my entire life, but it, this opens up the door where it breaks down a lot of the, the normal barriers that, you know, you would typically have when you're trying to reach out cold to someone who you know, hasn't, hasn't heard of you before. Yeah, it really does. And when they're on your podcast, you're just having a conversation with yeah, them. You're exactly. not you're asking anything and, of them. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're building rapport. So it, yep. it's a, it's a perfect platform to do that. I have so many questions about the the course the 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 podcast fellowship how long mm-hmm. did that how long was that fellowship so so if i remember correctly it was uh it was about 6 weeks long or so okay. and it was monday through friday um and again you know they they used um i want to say they used discord i think that's what they were using uh sort of as the main platform to to get everybody together and um every day you know again monday through friday they would they would um link a new podcast of theirs um, which said, okay, you know, today we're going to talk about, you know, naming, or we're going to talk about like your cadence, you know, that was one of the big things is like, how are you going to sound? And now we're going to, you know, talk about your opening and your intro. And they, they walk you all the way through all of those processes. They don't get into any of the, you know, the marketing or anything like that, but it's after the program or after you go through the course, you're, you, you basically have a podcast that's ready to go. You know, yeah. you, you, you have all of the foundational elements there, and then it's really up to you to, you know, move it forward at that point. So it's set up to completely launch. Would you say mm-hmm. that that, that kind of disconnect? Cause I think that, you know, podcasting has so many different elements. You have to, you have to get it started, come mm-hmm. up with a name, mm-hmm. a description, the purpose, why are you mm-hmm. doing what you're doing? The equipment, all of that stuff in the beginning, but then it's, how do you get people to listen to your podcast? Yeah. So there is yeah. that like disconnect between yes, I'm putting this content out there, but then what do I do to try and get people to actually tune in? And is there, is there an action that I want them to take? So have you kind of figured out a way to kind of bridge that initial, yes, I've got all the pieces together to launch to how do I get people to tune in and pay attention? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's always, obviously you're always trying to grow and keep expanding that. Um, but again, we use LinkedIn because really, again, we're dealing with entrepreneurs and people that are in business. So LinkedIn is yeah. kind of the perfect, uh, perfect place for that. So um, we've, we've developed a nice following on LinkedIn and, and it wasn't like that in the beginning. Um, and, and to take it a, a step further with what you just mentioned, one of the hard things was even getting people on the show, you know, they, they, I, I mean, I can even say that people, you know, blatantly told me like, I don't do shows with anything less than 50 episodes. So, you know, reach back out to me once you have 50 episodes, something like that, because, you know, from their experience, which makes sense, you know, nobody wants to waste their time, but 
a lot of people don't necessarily have the mental fortitude, I guess, to, to keep plugging through all of that. Because again, in the beginning, it's just like anything else, you know, you're, you're, you're going to get rejection. You're not going to have any, you know, feel good moments where, Hey, you know, somebody's heard me, you know? So, so there's a lot of that to overcome, but you know, as long as you expect that going in, you know, that, um, you know, going in, it's, it's not going to be a, a, a smash hit right away. Um, and Seth actually, again, in the, in the podcast fellowship, remember that this was one of the last things that he said that, you know, don't make your podcast for anyone, make it for yourself. And as long as you're happy with it, put it out into the world. And if you have one listener, one person who's listened to, you know, your episode, um, you've won, you know, you, you spread your, your thoughts and, you know, if you have a guest, their thoughts to one other person. So it, it, you know, it just kind of was a nice way to, you know, sort of set the stage. Like, you know, you're, you're launching this thing and nobody knows you, nobody, nobody's heard of you nobody knows your show. Um, and you know, obviously this isn't a new thing, you know, there's millions of podcasts out there. So, um, to answer your question, I, I, again, for me, it was, it was, um, LinkedIn and, and, you know, reaching out and making sure that we're posting and, um, we started, uh, you know, making as many different assets, with our uh, our podcasts as we could, um, okay. so we we started making like little um, like JPEG quotes with the person's name with the guest's name on there that it you know is kind of branded and past the secret sauce. We do you know 30, 60 second clips of you know the good parts you know of the of the podcast. Um, we're we're actually working on. Uh, I'm sure everyone's probably heard of Tim Ferriss how they did. Um, what did he? What what is it called? The type. The mental tools of titans, the, yeah. Tools yeah, of yeah. titans, yeah. So how how he kind of you know did a uh, a synopsis of you know the episodes. We're basically doing the same thing. Like I, I've always loved frameworks. I've always loved shortcuts. And we've got I don't even know how many. There's all kinds of you know advice and tips and tricks from all of these people that are you know very very high in their their field. Um, so we want to be able to condense all of that and and you know put that into some type of a manual or book or or something like that. So we're so you're we're working, working on, on that. that right now. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So. And then, are you doing little audiograms as well, like taking? We, we do. Yeah, that's the other yeah. thing too. Yeah, we we do cut up. You know, again, we basically will will do um, video clips and the audio clips, and you know, we'll publish that in in you know all the different platforms, all the different channels, um, and we also. We also will launch the entire episode, you know, sort of an unedited. Well, we'll, we'll edit it somewhat, somewhat, um, but we'll launch that onto YouTube as well. So we, you know, we kind of added that in uh, as well. But it, you know, again, it all started, all revolved around, um, you know, the, the the podcast itself. So, but you know, again, I, I don't know. Again, when when I set out, you know, with Seth's with Seth's uh, advice, you know, if one other person listens, you you've. Uh, you've succeeded. So, you know, I don't necessarily set a goal of, you know, we need to get this many people before I feel like you have know, succeeded again. You know, for me, it was connecting with other entrepreneurs and, and telling their story and learning from them. Uh, and that's reward enough, you know, for me. So. Yeah. Which you would have wanted to do, whether you had a mic in front of you or yeah, not. Exactly. I think that's yeah. a I mean, really that's, important piece. That's yeah. Like I'd go to, you know, meetups and all that. I'm, I'm, I actually own, or I'm, you know, the, whatever the moderator of uh, a local entrepreneurial uh, meet up. And I, you know, I just like talking to people that, that, you know, are in that space. That's who I connect with. Those are, you know, those are my type of people. So, you know, it's good. Yeah. And when we're in this strange time where I feel like our, our circle of influence has really closed in. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think about the, 
the circle that I would move in two years ago versus today. And it is mm-hmm. significantly smaller. Sure. Yeah. But being able to have a platform like podcasts to connect with people that you otherwise wouldn't be connecting with, I think is so important. You know, obviously, yes, you want to get listeners. You'd love to get get everything, get all the messaging out yeah, in the world. All the, all the accolades, yes. But at the end of the day, it's, it has to fill you personally and the guests. I think mm-hmm. that that's really huge too. And that's what we tell our clients all the time at Kitcaster. You know, we have clients that are like, I want big established podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fantastic. But also like, every podcast has like a little niche pocket yeah. of listeners and you just never know who could be tuning in yep, and exactly. the podcast hosts themselves have circles of influence. So um, there's so many benefits to it. Uh, I was thinking about just how you were reaching out to, to folks via LinkedIn and kind of strategically going after different lists. Mm-hmm. Were, have there ever been any guests that you just couldn't believe said yes? <laughs> Yeah, actually, early on, um, uh, the founders of Barefoot Wine. Yeah, you know, Ooh, I mean, obviously, huge. a global brand, right? Yes. Um, so, so yeah. So the the founders um, of of Barefoot Wine said yes and uh, had a great conversation with them. You know the 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 you know the logo um, on Barefoot Wine is yes. kind of you know slightly to the side. That's actually. Um, Bonnie, Bonnie Harvey, I think is, I know her first name is Bonnie, but it's Bonnie's foot her actual foot. And and they went through iteration after iteration of trying to get that, that just right. And they were working with a graphic designer and they said that, you know, they kept on doing like, like the side profile of a foot, you know, and, and, you know, so you got your, they're like, no, yeah. They're like, they, they got the, you know, the, the ankle and, and all of that. And they're like, no, that's not right. That's not right. So Bonnie actually got a big a big um, like stamp pad that was big enough to put her, put her whole foot on there and, you know, said, this is what we want. And, and that's where it all started from. So, yeah, so that was one of the, one of the first big guests that I was like, wow, you know, I, there's something here. Like, I, I can't believe that I was able to, to get them, you know, on, on the show. And again, I'm in real estate. So we've had a lot of people in real estate that I've always looked up to and, you know, people that are on stages speaking to thousands of people and, you know, they, decided to come on the podcast. So it's, you know, again, it's interesting. So, yeah, that's really incredible. Yeah. It's, it's interesting, you know, when you, you just put it out there to see, you know, Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm sure you, you, you aim high when you're conducting your outreach and, and if it lands, like what a great feeling. I'm just trying to now imagine barefoot wine looking more like a podiatrist. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it would have changed everything to have yep. that ankle in there. Uh, but, but yeah, there, you know, there, again, that's, that's, it was such an interesting story, like the foundational stories, the founding stories and how that, you know, almost failed. And now I, I believe that it was voted, you know, the most popular or most well-known brand wine brand in the world. Sure. Um, they don't own it anymore. Um, I forget who they sold it out to. Oh, sold out to, but it was one of the you know one of the major you know wine distributors. So, um, but they you know the stories that they told, like how they you know how they got it to to be you know a known thing and and just grew it you know sort of city by city grassroots style. It was it was interesting. That's incredible. Has there? I'm sure there have been many conversations that you've had. Because you're also tapping into folks' vulnerabilities and maybe mm-hmm. some missteps that they had along their career path. Mm-hmm. Is there any memorable stories that stick out to you that kind of, I guess, shook you a bit to the core? So I, I don't, I mean, I think entrepreneurialism um, 
once you have been in it a while, you expect to fail and you expect there to be bumps in the road. So I wouldn't necessarily say that I was surprised by any of the, and, and we we cover all of that. We get into all the failures and the things that didn't go wrong or didn't go right, I should say. Um, so we, we do get into that, but you know, it's, it's all expected. What I would say is, is the things that I found surprising was, you know, some of the, um, you know, just some of the, the, the drive that people have had to make sure that whatever it was that they were doing, you know, succeeded, um, you know, some of the personal stories of, like, we've had a lot of people and well, not a lot, but a, a number of people that um, may have immigrated, immigrated from another, you know, another country, like war torn areas. And they're like, one guy comes to mind in particular, um, his family was, uh, I think it was in Romania. And uh, they basically like his, his dad, picked him up one day and threw him under his arm. This was when he was, you know, pretty little, threw him under his arm and they literally walked, you know, across the border to another, another, uh, another country. And then later on, they had to come back for the rest of the family. And, you know, just those types of stories, those are the surprising things, those really personal, um, you know, elements that, you know, really were part of their story, part of their journey. Um, and, and again, really, we're trying to show that, you know, people, come from all walks of life and they've been able to do it. So, you know, there's no reason why anyone else who has a goal to start a business can't do it too. So, sure. um, so we're trying to tell those, those stories of hardship and, you know, the struggles that they had to, to make it to where they are today. So, so those are the surprising things. Do you ask standardized questions or you are pretty formatted through most of your interviews? So we, I basically, I ask one standard question. And I don't know that anybody's ever actually heard what the question is because on every single episode, we cut that out and it starts with them answering this question. Ah, so I uh, like that. There's yes. some mystery here. So uh, the question that we always ask, and again, we're, we're telling the, the story of, you know, their, their, their journey where it all started basically. Um, but what was their dinner table like growing up as a child? So, you know, that takes them right to, you know, sort of the center of, what life was like growing up, you know, was it, and, and this is another misconception. A lot of people think like, you know, these, these people that have been successful, they had to have had some kind of leg up. They knew someone, whatever it was um, pretty well, everyone who we've interviewed has, you know, had relatively modest, you know, means growing up. Uh, you know, people have told, you know, stories of abuse, of abuse, you know, of them growing up and, you know, they, they get personal with it. And, um, you know, again, that's, that's the surprising part of it is how much people are willing to, to share, yeah. um, you know, when you kind of, you know, get into, you know, get into their story. Um, so, so yeah, so that's, I think that might be the first time that that's ever been recorded uh, before. We caught that, it. That question actually is. And, yeah, there you go. That's a really smart question to ask, to really, to get people to open up right away. Mm -hmm. Cause it does, I, I've been on, quite a few podcasts. Obviously our whole business is built around podcasting and it does, I feel like there's this warm up period where it's mm -hmm. like, you're stretching, yeah. you know, you're doing some jumping jacks and then you get into the good stuff. Yeah. But you just get right into it. Yeah. 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 And I, I, I had a guy a couple of weeks ago. Um, I, you know, we, we, you know, we talked a little bit before, um, uh, the episode and, uh, he's, you know, he's kind of getting, you know, what are we going to talk about and all of this? And I'm like, well, you know, it's just going to be pretty free flowing. You know, if there's anything you want to talk about, I'll work it in. And he like, he wanted like this structured regimented like questionnaire. I'm like, well, that's not the way that we do this. Right. 
Um, and, and, you know, it kind of got down to the point where I think I even said, you know, do you want to be on the show or not? And he's like, okay, you know, let's, let's go. And then I asked him that question. He's like, oh, this, you know, I don't, I don't want to answer this. Right. Um, and I was like, okay, well, you know, and then I, I kind of just kept on probing and eventually ended up telling it. Um, but, but uh, it was interesting. He's the first person who, who was very, very guarded and then ended up being a great podcast. Cause that like, again, he, he was very regimented, very reserved. And I can only imagine had I not like, you kept on going at that, that part of it. Um, he probably still would have been very, very you know, rigid and reserved and, and, you know, we wouldn't have gotten to where we got to. And it was, uh, again, it was ended up being a great episode. So. Yeah. And those are the episodes that everyone wants to hear. They mm-hmm. want to hear what's below the surface. They yep. don't want to just stay up top and listen to the things that they can do a Google search to find out. They want the good stuff. Yep, so, exactly. and, and it is, I mean, I do think that people get, I think media in general has kind of a bad rap for getting like a, a gotcha moments, you know? Yep. So pe- yep. getting people in a position where they say something that they wish they wouldn't have said. Yeah. But I don't, podcasts are totally different. Yeah. Like it's no, just, completely agree. Yeah. There it's is just, no comparison. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Nobody's, I don't know, maybe eventually, maybe it'll get to be the opposite of that. You know, if, if your podcasts get big enough, you know, you can, you can have that kind of influence. Um, but you know, who knows, but, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, I love being able to hear the stories and again, the vulnerability that people, um, you know, open up to when they're on the show. So, so it's great. Yeah. That's really, that's, I I love that question and just not even letting the audience know what the question Mm -hmm. was and having people just just dive right into it. Um, I'm sure you've gotten some really fantastic answers. How many, how many episodes do you do a week? Cause you've done 160. So I'm assuming your cadence is. is Yes. So, so we, um, we, we've kind of gone through a couple of different iterations. I I heard early on that, you know, you want to just get to a hundred. So I was trying to do as many as I could. Um, but I still was only, I, I would say we were probably only averaging them, you know, maybe two a week or so. Um, sometimes there'll be, you know, three a week. I actually, we just, you know, we're, we're just through the holidays and for December, um, it was a little bit slower. So I did two, well, four a week, basically two, two on Tuesdays, two on Thursdays, um, because we're booking out now into like the end of April and wow. people were getting mad that, you know, it was so long that they had to wait to be on the show. They couldn't so, get in. It's like, going yeah, to your so doctor. I, so, yeah. So I opened, yeah, I opened up a couple more, uh, a couple more slots there in December. So, um, so, you know, it, that's, uh, that's basically the cadence, but again, you know, if, if, uh, you know, someone has, you know, some type of a special situation or something like that, we would, you know, we would do a special recording, you know, if needed, but, uh, um, pretty well, I would say on average by two a week, give or take. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a lot of work. And I, I hear you say we, so I think that you maybe have a team helping you with all of I, this. I, I do. And actually this is, this is something, this is kind of a tip, um, that I actually just, uh, this was maybe two or three weeks ago. Um, I w- I got into this with one of the, uh, the podcast guests. Um, actually I think it was the same one who was, who was kind of rigid, uh, if I remember correctly. Uh, so, so I learned this years and years ago, right? When you, when you first start your business, when you first start your company, you know, you're all proud and, you know, I, I did this, I started this, it's my company. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to sell you this. I'm going, you know, so it makes you sound very, very small in the grand scheme of things. Right. But you think like, man, I I've made it. I've, I did all this on my own. Right. 
So, but I learned very, very early on, you know, even though I, I probably started this when it was only I, I started saying we to make myself look bigger and make myself look like there was, you know, more people, you know, behind me. Um, and again, I've been in different businesses. I've had, you know, a couple of different companies over the years, but, uh, but that was one of the, the, the tips to kind of make yourself, no matter where you're at, um, you know, in your entrepreneurial journey, always use we, because then again, it makes people, you know, people don't think it's just you sitting in the back room doing whatever it is that you're doing. So, um, but yes, to answer your question, I do, I do have a, we, there is actually a, we behind all of this because I couldn't do everything without, you know, without my team. So, yeah, it's, I mean, it is podcasting is a lot of work. So yeah, I think that it would be, especially since you, this isn't your full-time gig, you Mm -mm. have other things that you're doing. You've had multiple businesses, you're a technologist and you're entering a new venture. Um, I think it's probably, if you want to share a little bit, I think it's time to do that. What are you, sure. what are you launching? The upcoming yeah. Months? Yeah. So, um, so I, I, again, I have a technology company. We build software for companies, but we also started investing in multi large multifamily real estate um, a number of years ago. And we have our own property man- management company. And we also have our own construction company that sort of feed into that um, you know, that, that whole cycle as well. But one of the things that we realized is when we're going into new areas, when we're trying to expand, you know, into a new city, or even in some cities that, you know, we're in right now, we're trying to find, you know, a specific vendor, or, you know, we need help with whatever it is, we need help raising money, we need help, you know, um, you know, connecting with a broker, we need an introduction to someone, whatever it might be. Um, you know, we always said that it would be great if we had some type of, uh, you know, some type of network that allowed people to connect, you know, in, in different cities. Because again, you know, when you're going into a new city, you know, no one, you know, you, you need to be able to have vendors, trustworthy vendors, you know, on your side, um, you know, plumbing goes bad, electrical goes bad. You need to be able to have the right type of people. So um, we, we sort of started creating this list. And I was like, you know, let's, why don't we, again, create that connection, create that ability to be able to reach out and, and connect with people. So, um, so really the, the, the course is called MultiWiser. The, the, the platform is called MultiWiser and it's, it's aimed at teaching people sort of the basics, right? So mm-hmm. um, one of the main things when you're starting any new industry is, the language and, you know, the, the vocabulary of that industry. So we teach, um, you know, kind of the basics of the industry. And that way, then when you get into the deal room, you're going to, you know, be that much more versed in what people are talking about. And you're going to be able to use those terms as well. And, and, you know, you'll start this dialogue, you start this interaction and people are going to think, you know, you're, you're again, a lot more advanced and, you know, use we, even if it's still you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so, so it's, it's all about connecting people in the deal room. Uh, you know, again, there's all kinds of different needs, you know, requirements that you have when you're going after these big deals. Um, and we're really trying to, you know, create those connections and in our own platform that, um, you know, we have a bunch of other things down the road that, you know, we're looking to, to be able to do to, um, you know, bring in different present, uh, presenters and all of that in a virtual uh, setting that, that everyone can come in and, you know, learn from, you know, some of the, the big players in the industry. So, um, yeah. so that's fantastic. I mean, it's yeah. like you're matching up people who are already in it and you've already have your self-contained ecosystem, it sounds like, but, you know, as you're moving maybe to different markets and need to tap into, 
to some expertise. Uh, it, you can use the platform that you're building yep. and other people can use the platform that are experienced, but then you have a kind of like choose your own adventure. You have a, a whole program for newbies who are interested in starting, but don't really know where to start. Yeah, exactly. That's and in, exactly right. And yep. like a built-in network of people yep. that they can tap. That's that's incredible. So when is this all going to be launched? So we're actually starting some advertising for it, uh, I think maybe tomorrow or the next day. And oh, wow. we'll probably, yeah, we're probably going to do that for a couple of weeks. We'll say within the month is probably about when it's going to launch. So, um, you know, around around February or so is, is when it's uh, going to all go live. So, um, you know, Exciting. It be, yeah, it should be fun. Should Are you going to use podcasts? I am going to, I do have podcasts actually, um, past the secret sauce will be, uh, advertising it, you know, in, in, you know, in the episodes as well. And, um, you know, of course, interviewing people, uh, you know, that's going to be another, you know, big key takeaway that, uh, you know, a lot of people are going to, uh, or I, I, I am going to use the methods that we've learned to be able to reach out to people that are in the industry. Again, people that I might not have normally been able to, to get in contact with and, uh, you know, we'll bring them into, to interview them and, you know, do some special things with, you know, with the members of uh, MultiWiser as well. And, um, you know, if they're wondering something, if there's something, you know, some question that you want to ask some of these people, you know, we'll, we'll get into some of those things as well. So, um, you know, it should be, it should be fun. It should be a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it. I, I think it's, it's great. Can't wait for it to, to come out. So is it going to be a I mean, obviously web-based, but then mm-hmm. apps, is it, will yep. it be an yep. app? Yeah, so it'll it'll still be web based, and again, this gets in the technology side of things, but it'll be uh, mobile responsive. So um, basically, everything just resizes for whatever platform you're looking on. But yeah, so um, tablets, phones, everything. So all good. Perfect. All right. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, we'll make sure and put that in the show notes so that people can can uh, find you and and to tap in. Excellent. Yeah, sounds Multi-wise. great. Appreciate it. Multi wise, yeah. multi wiser, wiser, wiser. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. Great. So we are kind of nearing the end of our time. I would love for you to give three tips to anyone listening that maybe has a podcast, but needs to take it up a notch or is just beginning to explore the world of podcasting. Starting in 2020, 160 Mm -hmm. episodes. What are three tips that you would give? I mean, you've already given a few, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but three tips that you'd give to, to anyone. So I would say, um, I mean, yeah, start with, start by, um, not, and, and this goes with anything, right? Don't, don't try to reinvent the wheel, you know, join some type of, uh, uh, you know, uh, an instructional program of some sort, whether that be podcast fellowship or whatever it is, you know, learn from someone who's already done it. Um, you know, understand the different things that you need to do. Uh, and you know, just, just start, just do it. Right. I, I actually struggled. God, I don't know. I probably wanted to do podcasting for five or six years when they first came out. I think I probably want to start, wanted to start my own podcast and I just never did it. So, you know, just, just get out there and do it. Um, I would also say that this is another one of the, the, the big, um, things that we've learned is, uh, like fourth, four, four, four most powerful words I've ever found in my life is I want you on my podcast. So, you know, that breaks down so many barriers, so many doors. Uh, you know, again, it gets into that, that, you know, Hey, I must've made it. Somebody's noticed me, you know, 
that, yeah. that whole thing. So it feeds into ego a bit, but mm-hmm. in a it good does. way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And again, you know, we should be proud. You should be proud Absolutely. of you know, your accomplishments. And if you've, you know, made it to a point where people are recognizing that, then, you know, more power to you. So, um, so I, I would say that, and, uh, you know, don't, don't expect too much in the beginning, because again, this is, this is one of the complaints that people that are on, you know, looking for podcasts to be on is, you know, if you're brand new, chances are you're not going to see it through and, and, you know, keep it going. Um, you know, just again, expect, expect failure upfront. Again, this goes back to entrepreneurialism, sort of one-on-one expect failure. And, you know, when you see something that's working, when you see something that, that people are connecting with, you know, keep, keep moving in that direction. So, um, you know, again, don't, don't be discouraged when you might publish 50 episodes before you, you know, really get, you know, all that terribly many people listening to you. So, um, so start with one and uh, be happy with that. Oh, those are great tips and advice. I, I have to say, I actually interviewed someone and they were talking about how, you know, they didn't have very many listeners, but their mother finally <laughs> knows what they do. Uh-huh. There you go. For their career. So if that's <laughs> if that's all you get so out funny. of the podcasting <laughs> experience is that your uh-huh. mom finally understands what you do for a living. <laughs> I think that's a win. <laughs> yeah, that is funny. My mom's the same way. Like, what do you do again? <laughs> so yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So thank you so much, Matt. I do have a few questions for you. So we have on our KitCaster website, we have a podcast personality test. And it's just fun. It would ask kind of ridiculous questions, but I would love to ask you a few because it's just a great sure. way to end the, the interview. Sounds good. You ready to play? Absolutely. Okay. All right. So the first question, who would you rather pick first for your neighborhood softball team, Serena Williams or Simone Biles? I would definitely say Serena Williams. I saw King Henry, King Henry, King Williams, King Williams. That's what it is. Yes. Did you and, watch uh, that? I did. Yeah. It was fantastic. Fantastic documentary. I mean, yeah. Great. And I mean, obviously she's swinging, she's swinging rackets around. So she's got to be able to hit that ball pretty far. Yeah. I'm thinking probably over the fence. Yeah, absolutely. Over the house. You got to play over the houses. That's when it's fun, right? (laughs) Over the house. All right. This is a fun one. Who would you rather cut your hair? Tim Ferriss or Malcolm Gladwell? Hmm. I would have to go. Yeah. So, I mean, they're both bald, so they can't have, you know, too much. Is Malcolm bald? Oh no, no, that's right. Yeah. He's, I'm, I'm thinking of, um, uh, God, I can't think what his name is now, but no, Joe? He, yeah, he has, he has all the curly hair, I think. Yeah. Right? yeah he has big, fantastic big, big hair. Yeah. God, that would be, that would be such, I'd, I'd want to ask both. Like, so, so for me going to the, the barber is, you know, conversation again, talking to people and yeah. I don't know who I'd want to talk to more. Um, I mean, maybe could one, could one cut my hair and the other one do like a pedicure or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you could yeah. absolutely. So, I mean, I think that it's tough because, you know, Tim definitely has a clean, a clean look, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, he pays a lot of attention. Malcolm's a little, yeah, he's, he's kind of out little, there, right? I'm not but, sure. But, how, but I'm not, I'm not the, I'm, I'm not the type too, that would, you know, if, if Malcolm messed it up, I'd say, okay, just buzz it all off. It'll be yeah, good. And, yeah, and you're not uh, let's, let's continue it. talking about whatever it is that we were talking about. So <laughs> great. I like it. So you're going to get a haircut and a pedicure. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do both sometime. It's all good. <laughs> All right. Who would you rather write your business pitch? Elon Musk or Oprah? Hmm. I got to go with Oprah. I mean, she, she built a, uh, 
you know, she built a, uh, you know, kind of a, a mecca of, um, you know, branding and, and, uh, you know, advertising. Whereas, I mean, Elon's amazing in his own right and obviously did fantastic with his outreach, but I think, you know, you have to, the personality, that's what it is. I think that's where I'm getting at is the personality of Oprah would match my, me better than the personality of, of Elon. So. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I align with that hundred percent. All right. This is a really fun one. Who would you rather do your taxes? Willie Nelson or Mike Tyson? Oh, geez. Uh, <laughs> man. Sounds dangerous. I so, yeah. So I just, <laughs> there, just a few days ago, I saw a study, uh, you know, about how much Mike Tyson made in his, in his, uh, in his career and how much he's worth now. And I think it was like 700 million. And he's worth like 3 million now. And they went to a couple different, um, a couple different celebrities. So I'm going to have to go with Willie. I mean, I think yeah. Willie has more than 3 million. So I think so too. I think he's built a pretty large empire and he just doesn't seem like he needs much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So and I like, I, I like that, you know, Willie doesn't really seem to care that much either. Right. So it's kind of, you know, it's kind of my, my type of person, you know, it doesn't yeah. do things too, too heavy. No. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Mike Tyson, it just, it doesn't seem like a good call. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I, if I questioned anything, I'd probably have a broken nose. So yeah, definitely Willie. <laughs> All right. Here's my last question. Who would you rather trust with your secrets? Mm -hmm. Ira Glass from This American Life or Dan Carlin from Hardcore History? Hmm. I, I would, I would go with This American Life. Um, great storytelling there. So even if they told the, the secrets, at least they would be told well. And they probably would embellish them to make them more interesting because I don't know that I have that interesting of secrets, but who knows? So, yeah, Ira is 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 a crowd pleaser. I feel mm -hmm. I've asked this question many times, and and Ira is is the, usually the one. Yeah, and I do. I've said this before, but I feel like he is holding a vault full of secrets. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm we sure. just get like a little taste of yep. it. I'm sure yep. there's so much more that's, that's inside. So I'm that's sure. it. That was, that was all of my questions that I had for you. You did Excellent. a fantastic job. I love it. Well, thank you. I've had, yeah. I've had a little bit of practice, not so much on this, <laughs> on this side, but, uh, but yeah, yeah you, did, you did great with it as a host. So it was how great. did it feel being on the other side? I like, I, I, you know, again, it's all about connection, right? Um, yeah. you know, this, this time, you know, I get to, to tell my story a little bit, but, um, you know, it's, it's great. It's, it's great being able to connect with others and, um, you know, having, having zoom, having platforms to be able to do this remotely is, uh, you know, it, it's cool. So it's all good. It's cool. Yeah. Thanks so much for being on the show, Matt. And no problem. for those of you who haven't listened to past the secret sauce, you should, you should mm -hmm. also rate and review subscribe, mm -hmm. and you're going to need to check out multiwiser once it is launched in a month. Yeah, exactly. All right. Love it. Great. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Thanks, Brandy. All right. Thank you so much for tuning in to Hosted, a podcast brought to you by Kitcaster, a podcast booking agency. If you want to find out more about Kitcaster, about Hosted, find us on all of the relevant social channels and tune in to more episodes of Hosted. Take care.